Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. And you are going in SmackDown Live! Hey, this is Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke watching going in the Raw. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to. Another Elimination Chamber pay-per-view is in the books. Yay! Yay! Woo! Yay, I am your new, your still. still predictions champion. I hear. Oh man, a grizzly rolling through. Hello, Cal. How's it going, guys? Usually, I'm terrified if I were to encounter a bear, but when Cal's around, I feel loved. Yes. Yeah. Well, I try my best to keep you guys protected. And well, Steve, congrats on you on winning that. Uh, that thank title. you. Thank you. Thank you. I yeah, thought yeah. I had you. You did. I thought I was getting close. You were close, man. I thought with uh, my heart. Right here, of, right uh, here, right here. Raise it. Yeah, no, yeah, raise it. Raise my arm, please. Thank you. Oh, okay. This Thank is you. What you want. Yeah, yeah you want. that's what I want. Here, here I thought you were doing some sort of handshake. Uh, that's what I was wondering. Like, a corona is this a, a, is this a, this? Is this a we'll, corona yeah, handshake like, here? Yeah, okay, there you go. Elbow knocks or something. Right. Yeah, no touchy. But I get it. You're the, you're the winner. So, you know, oh, you're the king. Oh, hail <laughs> Caesar. All right. I get it. I get it. Uh, thanks for hanging out, thanks man. Thanks for coming, Cal. Time. And uh, next stream, I hopefully be WrestleMania. Yes, WrestleMania. Yeah. Let's yeah. do yeah. WrestleMania. You better be here. I want you and Hilton in the same room together. Ooh. Yes. Oh, yeah. That'd be cool. Get Hilton here. I haven't met him yet. Heard of him. Never met him. No, his uh, reputation precedes him, I assure you. Fun times with Hilton. Uh, I hope so. Bye, Cal. Thanks Bye, for Cal. coming. Drive in. home safe. Text yes. me when you get home. Bye, yes. All right. Thanks, pal. Sometimes. <laughs> Bye, Cal. I wonder if they have a cell reception in the woods where he's from. I guess it depends how remote. I guess so. His anyway. boat is. What do you think of Elimination Chamber tonight? <laughs> Let's take a look here. Let me take a look at I the mean, notes. Let me see if I agree. Was, I think I do. Was, it was good. There was some good. There was some bad. There was some kind of what? Okay. There was some sloppy stuff. So, yeah. Okay, so, okay, this is what I said sort of midstream, and I kind of stick by it. I kind of feel like, you remember when they used to do, when they started, when they stopped caring about SmackDown, and they just turned Raw into... It was a super show, yeah. Raw super show, yeah. and the word super show was in SmackDown font, yeah, uh, which meant that it was like a Raw SmackDown... Co-branded deal. Co-branded deal. But SmackDown, obviously, the lesser of the two brands. This just felt like... 
a better episode of like Raw Super Show. If this was the wildcard final. Right. And it was on SmackDown. I'd be like, like, well, well this is a pretty decent episode of SmackDown. They've, they've done some pretty cool stuff. That being said, as a pay-per-view, I mean, it seemed uh, pretty obvious in a couple of matches at least. Uh, the Daniel Bryan match and the Women's Elimination Chamber match. They came out and it's like, hey, we're going we're gonna to leave it all on the, on, out there tonight. Because especially when Ruby Riot and Natalia were in that chamber. Wow. Man. Some people got beat up. Rough and tumble. I know. That is one thing about tonight. Some people really got beat up. Yeah. Uh, AJ looked pretty bad after his match against Aleister Black. Yeah, he gets beat up pretty good. Uh, Natalia took at least, I don't know, a couple shots to the head. Man, that, yeah. We might have seen the last appearance of Liv Morgan on WWE television. Liv Morgan might have literally died on TV. That's really what it looked like. And Daniel Bryan just about uh, landed on his head. If this was any other TV show... And Liv Morgan, the we saw what happened to her character. It would be it, we, she'd be it'd written be, off. It'd be like a J.R. Ewing thing. <laughs> it's like contract negotiations. Yeah. And they were like, no, 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 we're gonna replace you. Yeah, with a different character. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much. Yeah, it was pretty brutal. So yeah, when Shana came out and, and did what she did to her. But yeah, sometimes these B C level pay per views, they sometimes they have the opportunity because of the expectations are so low that they really surprise us. And this really wasn't that. Wasn't really anything that really even wasn't any really. I can't really think of any real surprises. Even like, well, here's the thing though. Like, even if you take at it, if you take it through the lens of like our predictions, like you predicted, Carrillo winning based off of something like Angel Garza, you know, coming in and distracting. Well, I was hoping, hoping against hope they'd throw some curveballs in there. That's why I said Drew would beat Daniel Bryan because then it would it would keep the feud going because I think there's a lot more to deal, which, deal with here, which, which is a perfectly reasonable thing to expect. But with everything, they went the pretty much expected route. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we'll just go through it here real quick. War uh, today Raiders. Today, they announced the pre-show match, War Raiders versus Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. I don't know why. There's no reason for this match to ever happen. There's no motivation for it. Uh, Other than just to get Viking yeah. Raiders in the building and get a win. I thought maybe AOP would come out, cost the Raiders a win or maybe something. But I wasn't yeah. confident enough in that to pick uh, uh, Riders and Hawkins to win. And they didn't win. It's a pretty quick match. Viking Raiders made quick work of them and uh, hit Viking Experience to get the win. It was like, I don't know, five minutes. I, I really kind of wish that Viking Experience would have, or Viking Raiders, that was their first name. It was their it? first that name. That was terrible. How ridiculous is that? Uh, if they had worn their merch shirt, they, they wore their merch shirts later during their run in on yeah. the Rollins match. Yeah. I wish they would have worn those for the, for this match. It was like Kenny when he wore the t-shirt during the match for the house shows. Exactly. Yeah. I wish they would have done that to illustrate just how unimportant this match really, really was. was. Uh, main card kicked off with probably honestly match of the night match of the night. Yeah. Daniel Bryan, which was expected. We figured that be Daniel Bryan versus Drew Gulak. Uh, hard hitting. Technical when it needed to be, physical when it had to be. Um, scary at some point. Scary at one particular Needlessly point. Needlessly scary at one point. Yeah, so they're early on it's technical stuff, and they lock each other into heel hooks, and then they use the leg that's not in the heel hook to kick each other, try to break up the hole. That was a good, clever spot. This, was, this, this did so much, and I really hope, I really hope, it seems obvious that they're going to continue this, but you never know. Yeah. They might want Daniel Bryan to do something more important for WrestleMania. Nothing to me is more important than getting Drew Gulak on a bigger stage. You got that right, bud. But the story here, obviously, was Drew Gulak has figured out Daniel Bryan almost enough. Almost, almost. Almost enough, and it's almost freaked enough. out Daniel Bryan. Almost enough. So please continue. So uh, earlier on, uh, Drew has Daniel Bryan and, and some head scissors, and Daniel Bryan does a headstand to get out of it. Well, same situation happens. 
Drew has Daniel Bryan some head scissors, and Daniel Bryan does a headstand again to try to get out of it. Instead of uh, Gulak allowing him to escape, he basically drops him with a little mini pile driver using his legs. Mm-hmm. That was incredible. I've never seen that before. And he starts working over Daniel Bryan's neck. Yeah. Um, uh, later on, we get some suplexes, and then uh, Drew drops Daniel Bryan with like a release German suplex where we were, weren't sure if Daniel Bryan was supposed to flip out of it, land his feet, flip out of it, land on his stomach. Instead, he kind of did a late half flip and almost landed right in his head. Mm-hmm. It, it could have been really bad. Um, so Drew goes to cover, lifts his head up during the cover. I'm guessing maybe just to communicate. Because as soon as he gets over there, he like puts his head right next to Daniel Bryan's ear. It looks like says something, lifts his head up maybe to talk more to figure out what to do next. Since whatever they had planned maybe just didn't pan out. Yeah, that, I mean, that's, that's like the awesome thing about just besides Cal being just a terrific guy. With situations like this where we look at something, we're like, okay, what happened there? It's nice to be able to turn to Cal and say, hey, can you speculate on what's mm-hmm. going on here? Because, yeah, he had his head like way up for the pin. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and yeah, and, and Cal said, you know, yeah, it's probably to communicate, say, hey, you know, if that was, if that was a, a, not a botch, but if it was a miscommunication, hey, sorry about that. Yeah. But just, yeah, like you said, what next? What next? If the spot they had planned, if he was supposed to flip out it, whatever was supposed to happen yeah. next. So Daniel Bryan, after he kicks it out, he rolls out of the ring, sells uh, out there, maybe to collect himself a bit, gets back in there to beat the 10 count. Gulak covers him again. Bryan kicks out, goes on a bit of a run, hits a lariat, his corner kick. Uh, he puts Drew up on the top rope. Uh, uh, Drew knocks him, so he's sitting on the top rope, hits a great reverse uh, suplex off the top. Uh, Gulak locks in a Gulak, mm-hmm. and then Daniel Bryan reverses that to a yes lock, and Drew passes out. Yeah. yeah. So at the end of the day, Daniel Bryan found the weakness, found the hole in Drew Gulak, Gulak's game. I hope this continues because I feel like there's a lot more to mind there. I agree totally. And I hope their idea of interesting creative isn't, isn't similar to what they did to, with AJ and Cedric, where AJ beat Cedric all the time, yet they just keep having the match happen with really no motivation. Yeah, it would be great for Drew to get one win in here. That's why I thought they'd do Not it here. Not saying it has to be at Mania. You know, maybe on SmackDown, he gets one sneaky win in, and then he like gets a huge head about himself. Yeah, yeah. and, and he, gets, uh, he gets humbled at Mania. Yeah, maybe something like that. Yeah. Uh, next, we had a Bob Rue, Dolph uh, Ziggler interview. Uh, Bob Roode's asked, well, if you win tonight, and essentially says, if we win. It's not if we win, it's but it's when we win. Yeah, he did that. And then Dolph said something, too. I didn't really pay yeah. attention, though. Yeah. Uh, next, <laughs> U.S. title match, Andrade versus Humberto Carrillo. Uh, these guys always put on fun matches. Yeah, sure. But, the, you know, this was nothing. I didn't feel like there was anything uh, outside the norm for them. Again, good. But if you put this on Raw, it would have fit in normally what they've been doing on Raw. I have a suspicion, man. I think that they're going to do that fatal four-way at Mania, and I think Angel Garza is going to walk away with it. If it's not Andrade retaining, it's going to be Garza. I kind of feel, I mentioned this during the stream as well, I just get the feeling, if you look at where Garza's at, if you look at where uh, Carrillo's at, Carrillo seems to be at a standstill, mm-hmm. and I get the feeling that Garza's work is so good oh, yeah. and so, so much flashier he is going to pass by Umberto and probably pick up that title where they originally were going to give it probably. to Umberto. I mean, like, Carrillo's really good in the ring in terms of performance. But he's no better or worse than Garza, who has infinite more exactly. character. Uh, Garza's character work is off the charts. Yeah. He just oozes charisma, and that stuff Carrillo still has to work on. Yeah, this is probably the closest we're going to get to the situation you were just talking about. With AJ versus Cedric, where Carrillo just never really picks up a win. I know. He's fought Garza and, and 
and Andrade several times, and basically every time lost by roll-up. Yeah. He's like the new Baron Corbin. Yeah, basically. You get him rolled up, maybe a half a handful full of tights, and you're going to beat this guy. For sure, yeah. Let's see if this pans out, because I think Garza's beat him twice by roll-up, and now Andrade just beat him via roll-up. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, uh, Vega peels back the, the padding ringside before the finish. Andrade sets up for a DDT. Instead, Creo uh, reverses, backdrops him, uh, and then hits a tope over the ref. Uh, but it was enough. He got the win. Um, and uh, after a bunch of roll-ups from both of them, just a roll-up, a little bit of tights. That's all it took. Yeah, pretty to much. Defeat Carrillo. Yeah, I'd like to, again, like I said, I think especially if they, ooh, if they get a ladder. Yeah, man. If they get a ladder, that'd be great. Uh, real quick, before we uh, continue on with our Elimination Chamber review, mm-hmm. I want to give a shout-out to some new patrons that we have. Of course, over on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We have a bunch of reward tiers over there. At $5 a month, man, you get a ton of bonus content over there. Uh, and we're in the midst of sort of discussing how to add even more value you got that to right. the Patreon. Uh, but I want to give some shout-outs here to some friendos. Uh, let's see here. Taylor Chadwick, Tony Toxic, and Ben Steinberger and Steven Hansen. Uh, ben Steinberger, he's at the $50 Patreon tier. Thank you so much. He's going to get one of these terrific. It's over there. Yeah, you got a bunch of them. Oh, there's one right there, too. Cool. Ooh, don't step on that. Friendo Club, t- uh, Friendo Club t-shirts here. It's a special variant only available for the $50 Patreon the tier. It says, Too Good Me Brother. There's a little Too Good Me Brother down there added to this particular shirt it's with the, only, the uh, only way you can get sort it. of teal blue and orange trim there. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Of course, uh, that'll come along with the uh, Friendo Care Page. Everything, everything, all the other Comic book, a, uh, an 8x10 signed by us, and some stickers, and of course, access to all that bonus content. You got that right. You also get the bonus content if you're a YouTube channel member. So thanks, everybody, for the support. It really goes much. a long yeah, way It really here. does. It truly does. Uh, next, I went to the restroom, and you told me an AJ Styles promo happened. Yeah, it did. Uh, he said the, the gist of his thing, it was just a standard sort of heel promo. He says, you know, a lot of people say, uh, you know, is it fair for Aleister Black to be out there if you have the OC with you? And he said, is it fair? He's like, anybody who steps in the ring with the Phenomenal One, it's not fair for them. Uh, and that he might have been driving it. That's why the OC didn't interfere mm-hmm. until uh, until late. Until yeah, much later into the match. Uh, next, we have the SmackDown Tag Title Chamber Match: New Day and the Usos in to start. This was a little clunkier than yeah. Part of it too. Whenever they deviate from the primary A camera position that we're used to. I feel like it exposes things more. You were not huge on that camera they used. It was not good because it made the ring feel small. We're, I've, I'm so used to viewing wrestling from very particular from very particular angles. Mm-hmm. Is that when you deviate from that as your main angle, I feel like you're kind of exposing the business. Mm-hmm. Sure, okay. So much of what they do is tailored for the camera. They had a really wonky camera, kind of like this, at a Impact's. I don't know. It was either Slamversary or Bound for Glory. Mm-hmm. I don't know which one. When they did it in New York. Uh, and it's kind of off-putting. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. But I feel like we're so used to the A camera where, you know, that we see stuff happen in a very particular way. When it doesn't happen that way, it feels off. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's not really exposing the business per se, but I feel like for the most part they photograph things a certain way because that's probably the best way they've learned how to photograph things. Yeah, sure. It's sort of like when SmackDown had that crane for a while. Oh, yeah. Couldn't stand it. Yeah, it was a little weird. Made things look small. Yeah, remember that one episode of 205 when they completely did everything weird? Yeah, I know. They had the different shutter angles and everything. It's kind of cool, though. Yeah, well, well, they don't do that anymore. pretty neat. Take chances with uh, with 205. Why not? A little bit. A little bit. Why not? Uh, so, as I said, Usos, New Day in first. 
a bit of a, a stalemate between them as Lucha House Party enters. They go on a bit of a run. Um, uh, some stuff on top of pods um, with Kofi uh, that ended in a uh, Lince hitting a, a, a crossbody onto the Usos and the Metalik hitting a tope onto the New Day. That mm-hmm. was great. Uh, Miz and Morrison in next. They go on a tear. They clear a ring. Uh, Metalik, he goes up on top of a pod. Uh, Morrison follows, tries to, and then Metalik uh, runs him off the top rope. That was pretty great. Yeah. Uh, who is next? Heavy Machinery is in next. Uh, they go on a run. They do the thing where they run into their opponent between them on Big E. Sandwich. Usually it's like the person's head, but not for, not for Big E. And then Otis hits the caterpillar on him, covers. That's broken up. We get a huge brawl in the ring. And then while this is all happening, Lindsay Dorado is climbing up to the top of the dome on the chamber. So he's, he's, he's dangling from there, mm-hmm. does a moonsault off there. That was rad. And takes everybody out save for heavy machinery. Yeah, this is, it was kind of funny, too, because, like, Otis, there were a couple moments. It seemed like he forgot what he was supposed to do. When Otis forgot what he was supposed to do and he didn't, you know, sometimes it'll happen. But, like, if you're a super seasoned veteran, you'll know how to cover it by, like, just sort of doing something in character. There are a couple moments he just sort of wandered around. Well, one time, literally, he's in the ringside, looks around. Three times like this, gets in the ring, and then gets back out. <laughs> it was like a glitchy 2K20 yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It was funny. So Heavy Machinery, they hit the compactor on Grand Metalik, Lucha House Party, first eliminated. Uh, Rude and Dolph are in next. Uh, as their timer goes off, uh, Heavy Machinery are trying to prime out of their pod, mm-hmm. and they're trying to stay in there. Uh, eventually, Miz and Morrison, they attack Heavy Machinery. So we got the heel, two heel teams taking out Heavy Machinery. Uh, there's a lot of stuff between Otis and Dolph, of course. Um, at one point, uh, Dolph climbs the top of Pod. Uh, Tucky follows him up, smashes his face in the pe- plexiglass, tosses him down to Otis, and then Otis drops him over the top rope, like, you know, throat first, rather than doing something more high impact. I don't know why. Anyways, then Tucky hits like a senton off the top of the pod onto a bunch of people on the opposite side. Uh, eventually, though, Rude and Dolph team up on Otis. He fights them off. Otis tries to drive Dolph through the pod. Dolph evades that and pushes him into the pod. So Otis goes flying through the back <laughs> of the pod, knocking the glass over. Yeah, it's pretty and cool. Landing on the mat. So trainers are out to check on him. Tucky's over there. Otis, get up. <laughs> Otis, get up. Get Spock. up. Spock. Um, and so Tucky, he's all you know, full of fire, passion. He wants to def- he wants to take it to Rudendolph to defend the honor of his friend. Uh, he does for a while. However, he ends up beating the glorious DDT. He's yeah. pinned. Heavy yeah. Machinery has been eliminated. Uh, then the New Day, uh, each, each member, Biggie, Kofi, hit Dolph and Rude with their individual finish. Um, uh, Usos hit splashes off the top of the pods onto them. Mm-hmm. They are eliminated. So we're down to Miz and Morrison, New Day, and the Usos. Um, so Usos and the New Day for a bit team up on Miz and Morrison. Um, uh he goes, Kofi goes for a frog splash uh, off the top of the pod, misses. Miz and Morrison cover him. New Day eliminated. So the final two, Miz and Morrison, Usos. Um, towards the end of that, Miz hits the skull crushing finale on Jimmy. He kicks out of that. Miz goes right into a figure four. Uh, Morrison takes Jay out of the equation briefly, hits a starship paint on Jimmy. Jay gets back in to break up that pin. Jay hits a couple super kicks. Morrison kicks out. And then uh, Miz and Morris end up pinning Jay where Miz is doing like a matchbook cover with his feet on the ropes. And then Morrison 
does like a springboard off of him into a jackknife cover at the same time. So the double pin essentially uh, to p- pick up the win and retain those titles. Yeah, it was a, it was a it was quite a crazy pin combination. I've never seen anything quite like that. Yeah, no, it was the the finish was the finish was better than the match was. Mm-hmm. I mean, the finish was actually pretty clever. Um, like things got rolling once there were less people in there. Yeah, some situation when you got you know twelve. Is this because this is the first time they've done tag so. elimination? Maybe. I think so. Okay, maybe. No, know. they did it. They did it last year for the women. Determine the oh, first okay. tag champion. Right? Okay, all right, yeah, yeah. I guess. Um, so whatever, not yeah. everything can be great. No, anyway, it was some sloppy spots, but at the end it was fine. Yeah, it was fine. They put their bodies through. Totally. Uh, next, we had a brief Natalia interview. I believe she was asked about uh, Beth Phoenix getting mm-hmm. RKO'd by Randy Orton. Man, we were sitting there. So, like the uh, the betting odds apparently today uh, shifted a bit mm-hmm. and uh, and gave some love apparently to Nia Jax. Uh, Ronda Rousey and somebody else. I forget who was it. Uh, was it Oscar? Yeah, maybe Alex C mentioned it. And yeah, yeah, I saw, I saw that. And I wonder if that was just because of the rumblings that we had talked about earlier in the week that, that Vince wasn't that impressed with Shane's performance on raw and already somewhat soured on her. Yeah. But they've already come this far. They're not going to change course. Um, yeah, you wouldn't think so, but then again, it's Vince. Yeah, I know. You know, that referee keeps on messing with his, uh, Oh, his earpiece. You know, you think that Vince is uh, telling him something. All right. So we were, we were all speculating, uh, all right, who's going to get taken out by <laughs> Nia yeah. and be replaced in that match? Mm-hmm. And so you got this interview with Italia where she's talking about how family is the most important thing. Could have got blindsided by. Oh, and Sasha, I guess. Oh, was, all right. Was in there too. So Ronda, Nia, and Sasha. Blindsided by, blindsided by Nia. Yeah. And then Nia's like, well. You can go spend more time with your family. I'm in match now. Because I totally could have seen Vince pulling that kind of. I honestly thought we were going to come in today, and during this review, we'd be like, oh, yeah, they're doing this again. Vince last mind changes his mind. Now what happens to Shayna? She's buried. You know, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. They didn't. He didn't have her win the Rumble. She wins this. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but no, we're not there. Yeah, Natalia didn't get attacked by anybody. No, she was well, in the match on her way to the. Well, she got attacked plenty by Ruby Riot. She got she got plenty in the in the chamber for and sure. Later, Sarah Logan's knee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ouch. Uh, next match: AJ Styles versus Alistair Black. Um, early on, Alistair's going after AJ's leg. Uh, Gallows and on the apron distract Alistair. AJ hits uh, Alistair with a nasty dragon screw leg whip. He seems to shake it off immediately. Hits another kick. Carl Anderson's Carl on the apron Anderson. next. AJ chop blocks. Alistair starts working on her leg. That's the theme throughout this. Uh, we saw kendo sticks. We saw chairs. We saw a table. Uh, we saw uh, Alistair doing a hell of a job selling that leg injury. Mm-hmm. Um, so when he eventually did win, uh, it felt like he was fighting from underneath. Fighting from That's underneath. That's how you get people over. So yeah. towards the end, uh, Alistair's going for that springboard moonsault that he does. Uh, AJ catches him, setting up for a tombstone. He even does the Undertaker. Yeah. And, uh, Alistair rolls him up, gets a two. AJ kicks out. He rolls out of the ring. Uh, there's a table that was set up out there by Alistair earlier. So AJ is setting up to maybe suplex Alistair off the announce table onto that table. AJ escape or sorry, Alistair escapes that, kicks out AJ's leg, and then uh, hits a meteor on AJ through the table. It's a cool spot. Um, AJ, uh, Alistair's setting up for the black mass. He's getting his foot under AJ's chin, starting to lift him up. OC hit the ring. He fends him off for a minute. Eventually, the numbers overwhelm. Uh, they hit Magic Killer. AJ's like, stand him up. He's getting ready for phenomenal form. 
Light gong. Gong. Lights go down. All right, my time to shine. Lights come up. Alistair is shape-shifted into The Undertaker. No, because in the next shot, he was clearly on the ground while The Undertaker was choke-slamming the OC. No, he was clearly shape-shifted. He shape-shifted. I, I mean, I, well, well, who was the person that looked like Alistair Black? Illusion. Oh, okay. Powers of Darkness projecting. So oh, Obviously, shape-shifting. He, he got in there pretty quick, though, from being, I'm, I'm assuming, under the, the ring. In the same exact position that Alistair was. Yeah. That's why I think it was shape-shifting. The lights were out not very long no. at all. No. I gotta hurry up. Shape-shifting is the only explanation. Time to make my money. So, he's choking out the OC. AJ tries to get the forearm on him. Uh, Undertaker catches him, choke slams him. Lights go back down. They go back up. Taker's gone. Alistair is back in the ring. He has changed back in, into Alistair from Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Alistair hits Black Mass for the win. So is this Alistair? Wait, I'm sorry. Did you say, was this Alistair Black changing into the Undertaker? Or was this the Undertaker who was acting like Alistair Black the entire time Take and then pick. revealed himself? Take your pick. You seem to have the answers, though. It can't be take your no, pick. No, my answer is shape-shifting was happening during this match. But who is it? Take your pick. Oh, no. You take your pick. Who do you think it is? Undertaker. Okay. All right. Because that's the few they're going to be marketing All for right. WrestleMania. So right. it was Undertaker. He was Aleister Black, shape-shifting Undertaker to scare the hell out of AJ. He choke-slammed and went back to Aleister to get his power from for the Black Mass uh, spinning kick thing to beat him. But here's the thing. He does want all the pie. He, he just, just wants, wants AJ's pie. He just wants AJ's slice. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had a Street Profits promo. They say uh, they're not one and done. Trust the process. He's got a good pop in Philly. Yeah, and then they would also prefer to have the smoke yeah. in their possession. If they had it their way, they would have not just a slice of the smoke. They want the whole smoke. They actually want all the smoke. Yeah, exactly. they want all the smoke. Oh, Caesar. Uh, so next we got Street Profits versus Seth and Buddy. Uh, fine match. Um, Kevin Owens, of course, got involved again. So I'm about three quarters of the way through. Oh, sorry. Before that, Viking Raiders roll on down about, I don't know, halfway through mm-hmm. because AOP is getting involved because they toss four into the barricade. Viking Raiders make their way down. They brawl with AOP up the ramp. Um, and then uh, uh, Seth hits a tower of doom on everybody else. <coughs> Owen starts ambling down the crowd, humps or, humps, hops over the barricade with oh, a thing of popcorn. He's got some popcorn with him, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hops, you know, sort of. Ambles over the yeah. barricade, yeah. sits on the Spanish announce table, Eat throws some popcorn. some popcorn into Seth Rollins' face. Yeah, so Seth going over there to confront him. And out of nowhere, Angelo Dawkins comes and pounces Man, the hell out of Seth that the was barricade. A big boy pounce right there. Ow. Yeah. Uh, Buddy goes for a tope on the Street Profits. They catch him, powerbomb him into the barricade, put him back in the ring, and then a spine buster and a frog splash later. Street Profits win. They retain those Raw Tag Team titles. They're probably going to take him into WrestleMania. Uh, afterwards, uh, Owens gets in the ring, gently puts popcorn down, making sure it stays in place. Mm-hmm. Goes over to Seth, turns him around, hits him with a stunner, goes and gets his popcorn, starts eating it, gets out of the ring, dumps some on Buddy, goes up the ramp, keeps on eating his popcorn. Yep, good popcorn. Solid. Solid. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience 
and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Uh. After this, we had uh, Braun versus Sammy Nakamura and Cesaro. It was uh, preceded by one of those gorilla position interviews uh, where Sammy uh, says, hey, listen, guys, I want to go one-on-one with Braun. If you don't mind, hang out outside on the apron, uh, and, and I, I'm going to take care he of says, business I have a here. feeling that you're not going to be necessary. You don't have to be, you know, you're not, I'm not going to have to tag you in. You're He's good. like, I have my confidence dickies on. Yeah. So explain his, his outfit tonight, Larson. So when you see him at a, at, during the interview position, he has a jacket he's been wearing, the same hat. His hair is growing out. looks awesome. And then you see, you know, uh, you know like on um, like two, three inches. Yeah. Of, he's got no shirt on of his pants. And I had said, I was like, is he wrestling in slacks tonight? Yeah. And that's what it looked like. Yeah. Some sort of khaki slack. Yeah. And then he comes out <laughs> and he does have dickies. It looked like dickies. Yeah. But tucked into his wrestling boots. So they were kind of billowing out. And it was in like the his dickies as dickies are they run a bit baggy yeah the goofiest yeah the goofiest possible outfit for him and that wild hair now is all grown out yeah. I thought it was great I'm sure he's keenly aware of how exactly oh, he looked no he he knows he looks ridiculous yes he was probably making Kevin Owens crack up oh hell yeah so like Sammy that. is in at first uh, and then he quickly tags out Braun just kept on getting distracted by Sammy Zayn if he just focused on the person that was in front of him. Maybe he could have won this match, but no, he wanted to get his paws on Sammy. Yeah, well, he's always been booked as kind of, I'm not going to say it. Impulsive. Yeah, kind of a dull or two. Because the continual distraction of Sammy Zayn would always allow Nakamura generally, sometimes Cesaro, to get the upper hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do enough that Sammy's in. He takes some boots to Braun for a bit. Uh, Cesaro eventually gets back in. Braun turns the tables, clears the rings. He's the only one in the ring. Uh, Sammy's Sneaks in, gets a shot to Braun's back. Braun's like, no, no, no cells. Chases Sammy out of the ring. And while Sammy's running out of the ring, Braun's doling out shoulder tackles to Nakamura and Cesaro. Uh, and then chases Sammy under the ring. Uh, Cesaro and Nakamura come over and start kicking him. Toss him in the ring steps. 
back in the ring, Nakamura hits, I guess, a Kinshasa to Braun's back. Yeah, Corey Graves said he yelled Kinshasa. All right, so, so Kinshasa did. Yeah. Braun kicks out. Uh, Cesaro's in. He tosses Braun to the ring post a couple times. The ref is distracted, so Nakamura hits a Kinshasa on Braun. Uh, he's on the apron, runs towards them. Oh, that's the one that Corey Graves. Yeah. So that was a confirmed Kinshasa. Kinshasa. So mm-hmm. uh, Kinshasing uh, uh, Braun's heading to ring post, essentially. Yeah, that was a good spot. Sammy's in. Uh, all three of them hit the suplex haluva kick combo, and Sammy pins Braun for the win. He's new, new Intercontinental Champion. Intercontinental Champion. We all marked out pretty big for yeah, this. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was really neat. So, it was pretty cool. Good for Sammy. Is that his first title win? I think so. I think so, too. I don't think he ever won the U.S. title. I don't even know if he's been a tag champion. No, I know that. So, yeah, I, don't, I think this is it. I think this is the first one. It's, it's good a pretty big deal. It is. Not sure how long-lasting it's going to no, be. I think it'll be very long. Um, I mean, I don't know. If they go heavy with face wins, well, okay, no, they probably won't because Shayna's probably going to win the title at Mania. Mm-hmm. Assuming the crowd gives her, like, a decent response, mm-hmm. like a heel response, mm-hmm. and Vince is happy with it. Because mm-hmm. I could see that being either way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I could see them maybe, maybe this could be the one that's supposed to get some more heel heat for Sami Zayn and his crew. I think it'd be smart to have him keep it at Mania. Yeah. But I don't know. It's Braun. Braun's supposed to be a fan-pleasing guy, so yeah, they're probably going to get maybe, back. Maybe Braun will do the celebrity thing. Who knows? Uh, and then finally, the main event, Women's Chamber match. Uh, Ruby, Riot, and Natalia in the start. Of course, they have some history. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, early on, Natalia's putting Ruby in the sharpshooter on the ringside area. And then Ruby kicks her off right into the pod. And then Ruby climbs up the cage and does that senton where she gets into a ball. Yeah. On Natalia. This is not the least of Natalia's punishment for the No, she, yeah. So Sarah Logan is in next. And basically the first thing she does is run full speed at Natalia, knees first, uh, drives Natalia into a pod. It's all Liv Morgan's pod, too. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then uh, she sets her sights. Sarah Logan does for Ruby. Ruby climbs the cage. Again, atop of Liv's pod. Logan follows. They're brawling up there. Logan eventually forces uh, Ruby off. Natalia grabs her, power bombs her ringside, and then Sarah Logan follows with a crossbody off the pod. But the problem was that Natalia was maybe three or four steps in front of Ruby Riot. Yeah. So when Sarah hit the crossbody, she hit Natty first, knees first. Yeah. And look... and. It looked ugly. Like they did a replay that I think they did in like real time. And man, oh, that looked rough. It was bad. Yeah. Um, She shook it off though. She 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 finished her bit in the match. So Shayna's in next. Basically, the first thing she does is toss Natalia into the ring post. Mm -hmm. She drops Sarah with like a butterfly underhook dominator thing. Mm -hmm. Something new to her arsenal. So for was it like three people? She kind of did the same thing. She did the butterfly, the dominator, yeah. A clutch. She did to Sarah Logan. Yeah. And then the same exact thing to Ruby Riot. Right. Uh, then she tosses Natalia into a pod. That looked ugly. Takes the boots to her, yeah. stands her up, and rams the door of the pod into her repeatedly. Like six, seven, eight times. Yeah. Natalia got beat up. She got beat up. Puts the clutch on her, Natty taps. Wisely. Uh, so after that, uh, Shayna's in the ring by herself. Now, keep in mind, the entire time, Asuka's putting on a show of her own oh, in great. her pod. Calling uh, Shayna stupid. At one point, I'm pretty sure Shayna broke and like started when, laughing. When Oscar, when Oscar was saying, was saying "stupid, stupid, stupid," oh, so and Shayna just walked away and started cracking up. Uh, but she was magnificent. She was really great. And Liv, while she was waiting for, because they were they weren't kayfabing the clock. They were letting the time pass. Yeah. Um, and so Liv kept on pointing the mania sign, saying, "I'm the one that's going to WrestleMania." But she looked scared of Shayna. 
<laughs> yeah, not a lot of confidence in that no. finger point. Z- z- one confident point in her own victory. <laughs> <laughs> so Liv is in next. Shayna takes it to her immediately. So she gets her by the legs, swings her into the cage, God. and then swings her into the pod head first. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, that's it. Liv is done. <laughs> She's done. But she wasn't actually dead yet. That came next. So she she takes Liv over by the corner where uh, Asuka's pod is at. Uh Picks her up, puts her in the clutch while Shayna's sitting on the top rope. So she's hanging her. Yeah. She's hanging her. And and staring at Asuka the whole time. Yeah. And Liv passes out. <laughs> like, it was, it was actually kind of disturbing. Like, the only thing they could have done a little bit more is have her start twitching, yeah, twitching. a little bit. Like, yeah. you know, when, uh, uh, what was the name, Drago killed uh, Apollo Creed. Yeah. Uh, like, maybe that would have been a bit more disturbing. But, like, she just went limp. You don't see her face. It's, no. like, covered by her hair yeah. and, and Shayna. And even Shayna had to kind of, like, yeah. put the move on a little differently so Liv just didn't fall over. Yeah, and so she just sort of... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then she's out. She's out. Probably dead. And so we had another, I don't know, two and a half minutes of Shayna... It was a little while. ...gloating, talking some trash might to have, Might have been like 90 seconds, but that goes... It, felt like they, it takes a long time for For the final two, they should have just kayfabe the clock. Yeah. Let 30 maybe. seconds go by and then... And then go. So anyways, Asuka and Shane are the final two. Asuka comes out on fire, uh, uh, hitting some uh, hip attacks, some kicks. Mm-hmm. Um, tries to put on the Asuka lock. Shane escapes, but then she eventually does lock it in. Uh, Shane rolls out of the ring and uses the cage to kind of break the hold and then slam Asuka into it. Um, and then she starts working over Asuka's ba- a bad arm on the ropes. She has like a, a bandage on her left wrist. Yeah. Uh, she locks in uh, the clutch. Asuka breaks that. Shane goes back to the arm. And again, Shayna hits the dominator, the knee, and the clutch for the win. She actually made fairly quick work of Asuka. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you could say, well, Asuka's got the bad arm. Um, so that was an obvious you know, target for Shayna. Mm-hmm. She worked it when she had to to get the win. Makes sense. And I guess if you know, in after Mania, if they want Asuka, but Shayna could totally do that. Mm-hmm, sure. There's plenty there to do. Um, this matches us all about making Shayna look, look incredible. Yeah, for sure. Dominant. Yeah. I'm glad they saw it through. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, you know, that look, you start a story, you just follow it through and yep. let the chips fall where they may. Yep. If in the end, if after Mania, because I, I really expect and hope that Shayna picks up that title off yeah. Becky, I think the Rocky Three story is the way to go. Yep. Uh, and if after that, it ends up being not a great, you know, reaction, reception, whatever, okay, that's fine. You know, figure out a way out of it. But mm-hmm. you got to at least see it through to Mania. Exactly. Exactly. You got to do that. Let's see if there's any questions here. Uh, sure, we got a couple new subs here from uh, Connors King and Legit Haas. Thank you very oh, much. Oh, very cool. Thank you very much for that. Uh, and let's see here. Here's a question from Godsaw. Uh, which current WrestleMania match are you most looking forward to now, given the results of Elimination Chamber? Um, so sort of like my low-key dark horse match, whatever you want to call it. Would be uh, Drew Gulak, Daniel Bryan. Yeah, like I, I just, hope they get a media match. It's like a wrestling, like a wrestler's wrestling match. Know. You know, I know. Uh, I'm excited for Drew and Brock. I think if if Brock is willing to invest the same amount of energy he did on Raw last night into the media match, I think it could be really good and it can really make Drew a huge star. I think so too. I just that's the one that I'm. I don't want to be committed towards like looking forward to it mm-hmm. because I am afraid it's going to go the way that you know, I know many Brock matches have. So I'm sort of like keeping my emotions away from that match. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm interested in Becky versus Shayna. I want to see if they can build some hot heat for mm-hmm. that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Uh, AJ versus Taker might be whatever. Um, 
I don't know what they can do with Alistair Black. It'd be cool if they made a tag team out of Alistair Black and The Undertaker. Yeah, they should do that. Um, I mean, they are one of the same. So. I mean, I suppose, I guess, the U.S. title match. I, if, yeah, if, if they if do a ladder match, that'll be, that'll that's be gonna crazy. Be, even if it's just a fatal four-way without a ladder, I yeah. think a ladder would be great. Yeah. Anything with those four guys. You got I that think, right. You know, I'll be very much looking forward to. Uh, Die Hard Homer, would you rather a Gulak rematch at Mania or a 30-man? I just lost my Iron Man match out on SmackDown. Like the better match would probably be the thirty-minute Iron Man match, but it'd be cool to have Drew give Drew that spotlight on Mania. He deserves it, and not on the kickoff. Yeah, not on the kickoff. So my order of, of preference would be Mania actual show, SmackDown Iron Man, and then Mania kickoff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, I think that's it for the show. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We definitely appreciate it. Yep. Check out, we got a brand new 10 for the win that went live yesterday. Check that out on youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Let's try to get this review up to 508 likes. How sure. about that? How about that? Sounds good. All right, hit that like button. Uh, if you're listening to us in the audio realm, hey, take a second, leave us a rating, review, or a comment. That yes, really please. goes a long way towards helping going in raw. Yes, please. Thanks for watching. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.